You're about to listen to a message by Pastor Ikena Okeke of the Father's Church. Please join Pastor Ikena Okeke and be blessed. Praise the Lord, somebody. Praise Jesus, somebody. Amen. How many Nigerians are in the house? You're all Nigerians. Praise the Lord. We are living in interesting times. Greet your neighbor before you take your seat. I wish I didn't have to preach on this day. It's, it's so difficult to know what the Lord is saying. Because so many things are speaking. And if you're not careful, you will say what something is saying and maybe not what God is saying. So if you would see my notes, I don't have a note. I have theme blank, text blank, introduction blank. Praise the Lord. But I know that the Holy Ghost is the master, is the one who is in control of his church. And I know that the spirit of the living God is here. Praise the Lord. And I know that he knows what he is doing. The songwriter says, you are the Lord and what? You know what to do. What to do. In the beginning, even, you know, uh, Genesis 1 verse 2. Genesis chapter 1 verse 2. Even though the earth was without form and void. Darkness everywhere. We're told that what was happening? The spirit was what? There. And because of that, we know that no matter the chaos, no matter the tumult, no matter the confusion that is happening in our nation at this time, what is happening? The Spirit of God is what? Is at work. Praise the Lord. The Spirit of the Lord is present. And because we know He is present, our one occupation, our one goal will be to download Him. Praise the Lord. To connect with him. To remain attached to what he's doing. Praise the Lord. There's a song that says, whatever you're doing in this season, don't do it what? This is the time to mean that song. Whatever you're saying, whatever you're doing, Lord, get me involved. I want to be on your side. Praise the Lord. Because we have to be very, very wise with the things that are happening. We can see so much has happened, and if you are, I believe everyone is following what is going on, you can see that they are coming from different dimensions. You know, different dimensions, and nobody knows what next would happen. You know, we were happy that the protests were highlighting the issues of our nation, and it was peaceful, it was bringing hope, it was bringing expectations, you know, of a great Nigeria, and all of that. We could see love, we could see people loving one another, we could see you know, uh, 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 um, what, what would I say? Is it righteousness? People will lose their phones in Nigeria and their phones will be returned to them. You know, it, it, was, it was such a good thing that was happening. But we see how it had turned around and it's turning to another dimension where private homes, private businesses are being attacked and looted for no just reason. You know Why? Anywhere God is about to do something, the devil also is gate crashing. So we have to be very sensitive that under no occasion will the devil use us. Somebody say, God forbid. He will not use our speech. He will not use our actions. He will not use our silence. And he will not use our inactions. Either of them. On Wednesday, we said one of the prayers we prayed. I pray even if you didn't come to church on Wednesday that you followed online. If you didn't, you owe yourself that to go and listen to the message. But one of the prayers we prayed was that God, like he did, you know, um, the, the Reubenites and the battle against uh, Caesarea, that God will awaken the consciences of people, that there will be nobody that will be neither here nor there because it's a battle that is going on. And this battle is between good and what? Evil. Thank God for the song, Light Has Come. Darkness must what? Must give way. Praise the Lord. So there's a battle going on for the soul of Nigeria. Has our country been terrible? Like I confess to you, which I believe most of us, I never knew we had such a problem with police brutality. I never knew. I mean, when I was younger, I am policemen. 
we were, you know, uh, in one case, actually, almost, I fought with one of them. Armed all of them because I was traveling with my family. I was newly married. And I think we're going to Lagos or some long distance. This man asked for my papers. I presented all the papers. He took it, put in his hand, you know, put in his pocket, and they continued their work. I, I was parking there. I was looking at him. I was watching him. Time was passing. Five minutes, 10 minutes, 20 minutes. I said, ah, what's going on here? I went to the man and said, he's not going to give me. I actually forcefully. I mean, that's how crazy, you know, this thing was. And they loved me and I loved them. If I've met 20 checkpoints in a day, the 20 of them will stop me. And then we will quarrel, we will fight. And at the end of that, I'll go. I mean, that was the experience I had. But interestingly, after I got born again and began to know the Lord more, he gave me a compassion for them because he revealed to me that these people don't know what they are doing. And now I'm understanding because then I was very young. Well, this one that I'm saying happened when I was 25 years or so. So you can imagine. So I see the profiling. When I'm listening to them now, I understand what was going on. So you see a 25-year-old boy driving an SUV. This is 1995. Larry, uh, Wrangler SUV. But I wasn't a thief, you know. So, so their problem was, how can you be so young? A Mercedes-Benz that time at 25, 26 with a family. So I, I, I didn't understand. But listening to all the things that I've heard now, one of the persons, I don't know if you've heard his own, I think it was a former Mr. Nigeria or something. He said he was not even driving. He crossed the road to buy suya. And they said, why is this one walking like a big man? I mean, I'm sure he walks out, so he's walking like, if I is, if I here, he's walking. And, and they called him and said, remove your jacket. He removed his jacket, they dropped it on the floor. When I heard that one, I said, ah, I don't know if they try me with that one, what my response will be. He said, the truth is this, you will die someday. Is that you die today or you die tomorrow? Take my jacket, drop on the floor, say, I can't pick it up. They sat, brought it out his wallet, dropped it on the floor, said, if you pick it, the man cocked the gun. If you pick it, I'll shoot you. That's terrible. But you see, all these things were happening, and we didn't know. The point I'm trying to make is that we have to be connected to the Spirit because so much is happening or was happening that you didn't know. So I'm humbled to know that there is so much I don't know. That's the point I'm trying to make because many times you think you know, but really you don't know. And that's why we thank God that we're able to pray in the Holy Ghost. Because when I prayed for Nigeria, police brutality never came up. It never came up. But you could see that the families have, you know, suffered pain. You know, there's been a lot of work done in that area. Terminating destinies, great lives. Okay? So, so in, in other words, what we're saying is this. We have the privilege as children of God to be connected to the Spirit. This is a time that you and I must press into the Spirit. Don't say anything. Don't do anything. Don't post anything. Don't send anything unless you are what? Led by the Spirit. The Bible says, as many as are led by the Spirit, these are what? The sons of God. And the Bible says the earnest expectation of creation is waiting what? For the manifestation of the sons of God. So I believe that at a time like this, what our country needs is for sons to manifest in the name of Jesus Christ. For the people of God to rise. We do not wrestle against flesh and blood. In other words, let me give you a simple, plain interpretation of that. What you see may not be photoshopped, but if you respond directly to the physical, you will miss it. Because there are actors behind the scenes. How many of us know the details? Is it World War II, how the thing, you know, came up? Someone set up somebody and they misinterpreted something and that's how the war came up. So many times, actions that, you know, that you see, that you think you know, behind the scenes, there are some deep things that are going on. Just like we see now. I mean, there was, we, we, and the country is poor. We are, you know, we, we are suffering a deficit of infrastructure and all of that. But in the past few days, the little we have are being destroyed. That's not what we want. Praise God. That's not what we want. Okay, so the devil is out to bring what? Pain 
The thief does not come but to what? Steal, kill, and destroy. Anywhere you see stealing, killing, and destruction, it is the devil that is doing it. Don't be excited about it. Anywhere you see stealing, you see killing, and you see destruction, you see people setting houses on fire that took people 10 years to build, it is the devil. It is the devil that is behind it. It doesn't matter what they say is the provocation. The devil is the one behind it. In fact, you know, as believers, as Christians, you know what the Bible says to you and I? It says, do not avenge yourself. So it means when you get angry, in the next line it says what? That's uh, Romans 12, 19, 19 to 21. It says, do not avenge yourselves, rather give place to wrath. It says why? It says, do not avenge yourself, rather give place to wrath. It says, vengeance is mine, I will repay. God is saying, it is my office. It is my designation to bring vengeance. What it means is that you can't do a good job of it. Praise the Lord. You cannot do a good job of it. When you hand something over to the Lord, something like this, be sure that God will do a terrible work. He'll do the type of work that you yourself will become an intercessor. Asking the Lord, please have mercy on them. You know, rich like this. Say, vengeance is mine. That it belongs to me. That's what I do. I repay. Praise the Lord. So for those who have suffered loss, for those who have suffered, you know, in different ways, let us know that God is aware. Praise the Lord. God is watching. God is aware. If he permitted it, then he can handle it. The one he cannot handle will never happen. Nothing will happen on earth that God does not have a reversal. That's why the Bible says, had they known, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. The devil thought that crucifying Jesus was the death blow because they had some understanding of what was going on. So they thought that if they killed Jesus, they had killed God. Little did they know that by killing Jesus, they made men gods. The exact opposite of what they intended. They wanted to terminate God, but they released sinners like you and I. And we became what? Gods on earth. So as he was on earth, so what are we? So there was one Jesus, but do you know how many Jesuses there are now? All of us, the Bible says, you are the temple of the Holy Ghost. He dwells in you. When you move about as a born-again Christian, you carry Jesus. Why? Because the devil made the mistake of killing one Jesus. Praise the Lord. It's a pattern in the world. It says, unless a grain of wheat falls into the ground and dies, it does what? It abides alone. So we trust that those whose lives have been cut short in this season... That their lives will germinate in the name of Jesus and bring forth good fruits, a good nation, a great nation. You know, it's so embarrassing that we are hating other countries for not allowing us to come to their country. But we have our own. You know, what's the problem people have with Trump? He's not allowing us to come. But you have your own house. Will you quarrel with somebody, your neighbor, because he doesn't allow you to come into his house? He's not coming to your house or you stay in your house. They say they won't give you visa to their country. It becomes an insult. It shouldn't be reciprocal. If you don't give me visa, I don't give you visa. You know, just like somebody that they said you deserve each other in marriage and it became an insult. Stay with your own shouldn't be an insult. Praise God. So I know that God is merciful. Okay. And I know that God will bring forth for us a beautiful Nigeria that we all can be what? Proud of in the name of Jesus. So this is a bad season. Isaiah 66, you can open to it. Let's see what it says there. Isaiah 66, I'll read from verse 1. It says, Thus says the Lord, Heaven is my throne and the earth is my footstool. He said, Where is the house that you will build me and where is the place of my rest? For all these things my hand has made, and all those things exist, says the Lord. But on this one will I look, on him who is poor and of a contrite spirit, who trembles at my word. Then he says, he who kills a bull as if he slays a man, he who sacrifices a lamb as if he breaks a dog's neck, he who offers a grain offering as if he offers swine's blood. 
He who burns incense as if he blesses an idol, just as they have chosen their own ways, and their soul delights in their abominations, so will I choose their delusions and bring their fears on them. Because when I called, no one answered. And when I spoke, they did not hear. But they did evil before my eyes and chose that in which I do not delight. Verse 5. Hear the word of the Lord, you who tremble at his word. Is there anybody who trembles at his word here? Your brethren who hated you, who cast you out for my name's sake, said, Let the Lord be glorified that we may see your joy. Somebody say, he will be glorified. But they shall be ashamed. The sound of noise from the city, a voice from the temple, the voice of the Lord who fully repays his enemies. Before she was in labor, she gave birth. Before her pain came, she delivered a male child. Who has heard such a thing? Who has seen such things? Shall the earth be made to give birth in one day? Or shall a nation be born at once? For as soon as Zion was in labor, she gave birth to her children. And then the Lord asked the question, Shall I bring to the time of birth and not cause delivery, says the Lord? Shall I who cause delivery shut up the womb, says your God? Rejoice with Jerusalem and be glad with her, all you who love Nigeria. Praise the name of the Lord. What we have here is the Lord is assuring the people that the wicked have problems, whether in Nigeria or for eternity. If you have your Bible, can you put Amplified Classic for us? Let me just give a bit of perspective there. Isaiah, that verse 2 says, For all these things my hand has made, and so, are, so all these things have come into being. By and for me, says the Lord. But this is the man to whom I will look and have regard. He who is humble and of a broken or wounded spirit, who trembles at my word and reveres my commands. But verse 3, he says, The acts of the hypocrite's worship are as abominable to God as if they were offered to idols. The Lord here is making a distinction between the people who are his and the people who oppose him. And the truth is this, no matter what happens in our country, there remains just two sides. There is a side of light and there is a side of what? Darkness. While shakings happen or permitted to happen, it's that... Some people who were good will be overcome. Okay, sorry, we didn't read that part. The last verse of that, um, Romans 12, verse 21. The last part of that passage says, Do not be overcome by what? Evil. But what? Overcome evil with good. In a season like this, some persons, if they're not careful, will be overcome by evil and then turn to do bad. The danger of that, as we see if we have time, is that in the book of Ezekiel, he says to us that the righteousness of the righteous will not save him in the day that he does wickedness. So when seasons like this come, you have to hold your heart. You have to hold your heart. There will be provocations. There will be things that will be done, you know, that you will want to react and want to speak and want to, you know, do all kinds of things. But it's a season of testing. Praise the Lord. And the desire of the Lord is that the righteous will stand strong through that season. However, also, it's also a time that the wicked become afraid. And also, it becomes an opportunity for them to do what? To turn from their wickedness. Which is part of the things I believe will happen in this nation. Men will see wickedness and see it doesn't pay. Who would have believed that in a nation like this, a time will come that people will be denying some names? I don't know him. I have no business with him. I have not associated with him. Nobody wants that. A good name is better than what? Silver and gold. It will become, in Nigeria now, it's beginning to matter. In Enugu, they also burn places, and they want to burn, they, they went to burn one, you know, of our houses. But it was rented. It's a duplex. One side was rented by PDP. So they went to burn PDP. So they were saying PDP is burning. And they, they actually, you know, set the place on fire. But someone shouted and said, this is Sito's house. Now, my father died many years ago. And then they now started trying to stop the fire. And one of his, you know, the liner for his business was a good name is better than silver and gold. The time is coming in Nigeria when men will no longer value billions. 
but they'll value a good name. Because the name of the Lord is a strong tower. The same way the name of the righteous will defend you in the day of trouble. Some persons, when he, we also saw the story of the policeman in Onitsha, who distinguished himself because of his testimony. You see, we had had a nation where righteousness was no value. Where people only had value for money. But all of a sudden, people are seeing that money can disappear in one moment. And are beginning to see that character, that, you know, integrity, righteousness has value. That's why the Bible says the excellence of wisdom is that it gives life. Money is a defense, yes. But in seasons like this, money may not be able to defend. But wisdom, character, integrity, right standing with God brings a defense. That's the testimony of that uh, policeman. The police, I think it's a DCP or whatever, in Onitsha. Okay? Persons like him have been murdered. He doesn't make it right. But he says that this man has, is alive now because he was different. What am I trying to say? The shaking is to make judgment look close so that people can make their choices. So the wicked are looking now and say, ah, if I had been much you know, different from this. My heart, you know, one of the things that is going to affect a lot of people in this is, is heart attack. Not if nobody will touch them. Their wickedness will come very close. Just like the case of uh, Nabal in the Bible. Nobody touched him. And that's the best way this thing should happen. You should, nobody should kill another human being. Nobody should be a part of it. Because you can't give life and you shouldn't take life. Praise the Lord. And you should not be a part to such a thing or even support it or rejoice over it. Well, it doesn't mean that some people shouldn't go away. You understand what I'm saying? But that shouldn't be your business. Oh, no, no. Understand what I'm saying? Okay, let, let me show you a scripture. So, I, 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 you know, I, I'm not just sounding too far. In Ezekiel 33 verse 11, one of the few places where the Bible says, the Lord says, as I live. When someone who lives for eternity says, as I live, what is he saying? It's forever. As I live, says the Lord God, what? I have no pleasure in the death of the wicked. You see, this came to me strongly, and I said I had to share with you so that we are very careful. God does not want anybody to die. But let's even look at, um, is it amplified now or is it, do you have easy to read version? Okay, the truth is that God does not want the death of anybody, anybody at all, more so the wicked. Okay, why? It says, but that the wicked would turn from his way and what? And leave. And then he advises, turn, turn from your evil ways, for why should you die, O house of Israel? God does not want to kill anybody. God does not want anybody to die. That's the truth. What God wants for everybody has been shown to us in first, in, in, sorry, John 3, what, 16. For God so what? Love the word that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever what, believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. God's desire for every human being, Shekau of Boko Haram, you know, the people of ISIS, the Fulani bandits that are raiding, God's desire for everyone is that they turn from their wicked. He, you see, whenever, you, you must understand this thing. Let me ask you, how many of us are businessmen here? Almost every Nigerian is, even those who are working in civil service. They are selling rapper. Those are part of the things I'll stop. Yes, so. Yes, teacher, teacher, the time you used to prepare class to teach your students, you're using it to sell rapper. Then when you come to class, how many of us had lecturers that never explained anything? The reason was that they didn't prepare. They were businessmen and they were teachers. Anyway, those things will stop in Nigeria. People will now do their work, okay? Anyway, so God wants everybody to say, okay, yes. Jesus, our Lord Jesus, I was saying who is a businessman here. Jesus came into this world. He was the son of God. He was trapped in the womb of a woman for nine months. How many of us got tired of lockdown? Lockdown, you were not in a womb. And you had no choice. I want you to understand what it cost for Jesus to save you and I. 
for him to save mankind. In the womb of a woman, this is creator. This is the one that the angels sang to. This is the one that the heavens and earth were made by his word. For nine months, he was trapped, trapped in the womb. And then when he was born, he had to wait to grow. You see, when you don't know Jesus, you won't be crazy about him. But the more you know him, the more you'll be crazy about him. I'm telling you. Some of us here have the gift of patience. My wife is patient. You know, um, Pastor Moody is patient. Pastor Moody is the person that if he wants to eat beans after service, after service, he will go to the market and buy the beans and start picking it. Then while he's cooking it, he'll go and buy coconut or something for... You see, if I'm hungry after service, if, I, if there's no food, I can eat sand. I will eat anything, you know, and so, settle that matter. Let it be, you see. So I understand what it means that the Son of God waited to grow. If I were in that discussion, I'd say, can I, after I'm born, grow like American chicken? Three days, you know. They just wake up, they see me, I'm born. Then they come back, I'm one year. They come back again, I'm 10 years. They come back, I, I enter into my ministry, finish and go. <laughs> Praise God. A a anyway, but when you meditate on what it cost Jesus to save us, not the suffering alone, I'm just talking about the process before he even got to when he was going to the cross, when you meditate on that. Now, what did he come to do? He came to shed his blood for what? For the remission of sins. What the point I'm trying to get across is this. We're still talking about God not delighting in death. Is that anybody that dies and does not go to heaven is a loss to Jesus. Anybody. Whether it's a Majirio, whether it's a Hindu, whether it's a Afal or Imamu or whatever. Anybody that dies and does not go to heaven is a loss. And the Bible says of our Lord Jesus Christ, he is looking to see of the travails of his soul. He's counting. That's why when we pray, when you pray for Nigeria, let us never lose sight. I've sang this as a song. I wish I could compose it. But the whole thing about this nation is that the hell wants to gain much. We are many, 200 million. If there is a war in this nation, many will go to hell. That's why we don't want war. If things continue as it is, many will also continue in iniquity because the system compels them to do iniquity. That's why we need a turnaround so that righteousness will flood the nation. That's what was so beautiful about the protest. You could see the peacefulness, the unity that was going on there. And that's what the enemy is trying to abort because Nigeria has that potential. Nigerians are wonderful people, let me tell you the truth. Nigerians are beautiful people. They're beautiful people, yes. You see, Nigerians generally, well, maybe I may not know about some tribes, but in Igbo land, we are nicer to strangers. Once somebody is a stranger, he has preference over any other person. That's the way it worked. If you don't speak, you see, unlike in some other places, if you don't speak the Igbo language and you come to an Igbo community, they'll favor you more than those who speak their language. But you see, that's what God said you should do. He said, remember, you also, you were a stranger somewhere else. Nigerians are beautiful people. But you see, the enemy who has seen the destiny, the beauty that is embedded in this nation is playing us against ourselves. And all of that is so that souls will die and go to hell. So any direction is coming. He's concentrating on very, just one thing. To make sure that the system makes wickedness to prosper. To spread. Okay? So Jesus is out for souls. The truth is this. Like we said on Wednesday. God is not on anybody's side. We are on his side. He wants to save. God is not supporting the southern, you know, Christians against the northern Muslims. No, he doesn't have that time. God is interested in souls. Praise the Lord somebody. That's what he wants. Every, listen to me. Every human being is made in his image. When God looks at Shekau now, he sees his image in him. The blood Jesus shed is able to save. Not is able, is meant to save all. So in our hearts, let's be careful. Praise the Lord. Lest he rebuke us like he rebuked the sons of thunder who said to him, these people resisted you, the Samarians. 
Let us call fire and destroy it. What did he say to them? He said, you don't know the DNA running in you. That's the current translation. You don't know the DNA. I didn't come to destroy men's life. If it was destruction, Angel Gabriel would have done it. But I came to save. Okay? So, he does not delight in the death of the wicked. But, you know why the wicked will have to die? The wicked will have to die. Why? If the wicked is an agent provocateur. Am I right? I see the word. I've never pronounced it. If the wicked is an agent of evil, he has to die. Because he will be causing more people to go to hell. Are you getting the mathematics now? So that is the area where people will need to be what? Taken away from the sin. If there are people turning more to evil. If God says that this one is hard-hearted. This one is bent on being an agent of hell. He will not turn. Then in the interest of that same agenda, God will have to cut him or their short so that they will not cause more harm. So when you pray and you're, you know, because you know we won't say these things open. When you're praying for God to take away some people, you know, to take them away. Eh? Don't pray it out of personal this thing. Just pray it out of this, you know, family business. Eh? That the souls Jesus died for. You want them to be saved. Praise the Lord. Praise God. Yes. Part of the things you must understand. Do you know that if the Amajiri system, if Nigeria turned around, the Amajiri system will end. Do you know that those people are a harvest for Jesus? But you see, they put these whole things, you know, and they keep those people as reserves so that in moments like this, they just give them Fanta and then they go and start killing people. So that's why we have to pray that God will upturn that system and set those children free. Some of them are people that will have IQs that we never experienced. You know, we think that some people are backward academically. No, they are backward in terms of opportunity. It's opportunity. If you don't train them, you won't know their capacity. They never have the opportunity. Most of us have encountered very brilliant and intelligent people from that part of the country. It's opportunity, simple. If in a city, out of 1,005 go to school, if you take that five out of the, those who are supposed to be boxers and, uh, and painters, you know, and take them and try to make them scientists, you say these people don't have any, any brain, Abby. But there are other 995 in that community. So it's the thing. Every human being God made, he made with an intention that his glory will be seen through them. But systems... You know, cover these people. Hide them. And that is what we must look at and say this nation must what? Succeed in the name of Jesus. That's why I'm not so keen. I mean, there may be things that you say and you want to say, I better make this thing just, uh, you know. But seeing it from God's view, you may not get the heart of God. Restructuring, yes, but separation. I don't think so because we don't want to use visa. To enter into the heartlands of Kanu to preach the gospel. Do you get what I'm saying? And we also don't want our brothers who are there to now be so marginalized and oppressed. So these are the things you must understand. So Nigeria is in a birth process. It's a season of birth. And season of births are very, you know, precarious seasons. The mother is at risk. The baby is at risk. So many things are at risk. You can't, you know, tolerate anything anyhow. And that is why at this time, what words should I say to you? Child of God, come with me to Isaiah um, 32. Okay, we'll not finish with Isaiah 66, but we'll come back there. Isaiah 32 verse 15. So I think we're saying the Holy Spirit is saying the same thing. Isaiah 32 15 says, Until the Spirit is poured upon us from on high, and the wilderness becomes a fruitful field, and the fruitful field is counted as a forest, it says, then justice will dwell in the wilderness and righteousness remain in the fruitful field. The work of righteousness will be what? Peace. And the effect of righteousness, what? Quietness and assurance forever. This is a time that personal holiness is very necessary. Corporate, um, what is it now? Holiness for an individual is justice. Corporately. I hope you know that. So an organization cannot be holy, but an organization can do right, can do everything justly. So this is a time that you will not, as an individual, 
You see, last Sunday we dealt a lot with fornication and all of that. Fornication will not just cost you. You see, we must understand spiritual things. We say we do not wrestle against flesh and blood. I'm just going all over the place. Okay? We don't wrestle against flesh and blood, but against what? Principalities and powers. The nation of Israel brought down a major world power, Jericho. Okay? And after that, they could not win Eritrea. Eh? You know, there is one tiny country around here now. Eritrea. They could not defeat them in battle. What changed? Their soldiers did not become weaker. Their arms did not spoil. Nothing happened. Sin was found in the camp. Sin is a destroyer. And if you love Nigeria in this season, be faithful to your wife. Be faithful to your husband. Don't watch things you shouldn't watch. Somebody is saying this man is just going. Yes, it all adds. You know why? From heaven, God said to Abraham, if I can find how many? If I can find 10 who are pleasing to me, I will put a hold. He don't want the vote to be counted. And they say, look at that one. He just stole. And they come by your house to count you and then you're watching pornography. You don't want that to happen. You don't want heaven to say, let's heal this land. And then they see your heart filled with bitterness and unforgiveness. Or even the greed. Let's not talk about the greed. You, you don't want that to happen. So you, you, must, you must purify yourself. You must make sure that you can count. The effect of righteousness is what we want, isn't it? What we're seeing in our nation now is the effect of wickedness. It's multidimensional. Praise God. We're talking police brutality. Then we see government magic, is it? COVID-19 and all of that. That one, I don't even understand that one exactly. I want to believe it's not true. Is it true? Eh? In all the states. So you can see that they're united. It's neither APC nor PDP. Is it? Is, sorry, sorry, please. I need to be educated. These, these warehouses that are both in PDP states and APC. Even the recent man that transited from APC to PDP, the one we are rejoicing that he won the election. He was in his own state too. So they finished this lockdown and the food was still there. <laughs> Hallelujah. Lord have mercy, isn't it? Lord have mercy. But the issue is this. Who knows the warehouse you're also keeping? Who knows the warehouse you're keeping? Who knows the warehouse you are keeping? It's so easy to point fingers. Who knows the warehouse we are keeping? Praise the Lord. Who knows? The Bible says, if you have this worldly goods and you see your brother in need and you shut up your heart, you say, how dwelleth, I like the King James, how dwelleth the love of God in you? So we are all keeping warehouses. And we're also all breaking in because the people you, have, you haven't given are also envious. They hate you. You see, we, we just need righteousness. We need the knowledge of God. We need illumination. We need the devil to find out that these people have no room for him from whatever angle, whether from above or from beneath. You know, it's so easy to talk to the rich about ministering to the poor. But what about the poor in their envy and hatred and bitterness? You hate the man, what has he done? He's richer than you. When I didn't know, you know, understand more spiritual things, there's a way a car will drive. And you see that this man is driving so recklessly. And you're saying he'll soon go and have an accident. You're not praying for it, but if he has the accident, you say, you see. But now I see that that is the devil's side. So when I see them, I say, you will not have an accident. Because when he has an accident, it's the devil that benefits. These are deliverances we must come out from. So some people say, all those expensive schools, all the children who go there are useless. It's because you don't have money. And your child won't go there. But if you had a good heart, you say all those children that are going there, may God help them not to be what? Useless. But you see, there's wickedness and inside you turn. The evil is there. Evil is there. So we need a reign of righteousness. The scripture of rest says, until the spirit, Isaiah 32, 15, until the spirit is what? Poured upon us from on high. And I'm talking to believers. You know, oftentimes the preacher will stand there and be preaching to unbelievers. No, unbelievers don't hear, shouldn't, they're, they're not in this, you know, they're, they're not here. 
The only thing the unbeliever should hear from us is Jesus loves you. He shed his blood on the cross. Repent and believe him and you shall what? Be saved. That's what he needs to hear. We can't advise him. The first advice he needs is salvation. The second one is salvation. The third one is salvation. When he gets saved, then we can begin to take him through the rudiments. But you and I that are saved, we need sanctification. We need evidence that Christ is in us. If you believe that Jesus Christ died for you, I keep saying, I want to ask us this question. Recently, I heard about somebody who was close, you know, to the former president. And my question is this. I don't know. Maybe they did their best because I have people who are in church here who my advice they don't take as well. So, I mean, but if we have, if we had had good luck, Jonathan, receive solid counsel from all the men of God that surrounded him. Do you know we won't be here? How many of us know we will never be here? The voting out of good luck was unanimous. 2015, I voted Buhari. It's a confession these days. Don't kill me. But I didn't vote him in 2019. No, my eyes had opened. And I voted him for two reasons. I voted him because good luck was such a terrible disappointment. And then I voted him because I felt that if I am VP, even to the devil... Uh, I said even to the devil, hear me. You know why? I carry the Holy Ghost. No, now, somebody should connect what I'm saying. If I'm VP, no matter who you are, and I'm your VP, can darkness quench light? Should the righteous cower before the unbeliever? If I'm VP beside him, if I cannot say it openly, ah, the type of thing I would do in the spirit. When I meet you like this, say yes. I haven't asked you, say yes. Those two reasons. That a spirit-filled man who is a pastor, we're, we're in the same church in Lagos, is in Asorok. We had never had that opportunity. So you won't blame me. I depended on what God would do through him. I didn't know he's trader money and farmer money and condolence that he will be, that, that he will be doing. I never knew. Which other money? Market money. I never, if I knew. You know, so those two things. And you look at them critically now. is a failure of the righteous. Failure on the side of the man who was there. And then failure on the one who was put there. So when you see the wicked, let's have bowels of compassion. They are taken over by the enemy. So responsibility is upon you and I. The Bible says the earnest expectation, I said that before, of creation is waiting for the revealing and the unveiling of the sons of God. So this unveiling, let's start now. Praise the Lord. Let's start in our small corners. Don't wait till you get there. In your school, you're a teacher. Be different. Thank God for that policeman. And incidentally, I don't think he's even a Christian. Or is he a Christian? And meanwhile, there will be Christians, policemen, leading fellowship. They, they may not have the same testimony. You see, the problem we have is this religion, this outward religiosity. Where people say, I'm born again, I'm a conqueror, I'm washed, and all of that. And then there's no testimony. Very soon in this church, when Sunday service like this, when we gather, I'll be sitting down, we'll just pass the mic to you and say, how was your week? And not how was your week of, uh, I was passing, passing. Praise the Lord, and somebody blessed me with 10 million. We won't even want to hear those things. You will tell us what you did as a son of God in your office. Do you get what I'm saying? When we sing the song, uh, lifting hands, bowing has what? Casting crowns. Casting crowns is you come and say, this is the victory. I thank God for our brother, the, the young man that led prayers last Sunday, who said how there was an accident and there was a victim there. Everybody thought he was dead. And he also thought he was dead, but they realized there was life in him. But everybody said, don't touch him all. You know, police wahala. You know all of that. But he remembered he was a Christian. That's what I want to hear. And he carried him in his car and went round hospitals until a hospital attended to that man. That is what it means to be a Christian. It's not the song that you sing. It's not the poster you carry. It's not the size of the Bible. If Christians get it right in this nation, this nation will turn around. Let's rise on our feet. Until the Spirit is poured upon us from on high. And the wilderness becomes a fruitful field. 
and the fruitful field is counted as a forest. Then justice will dwell. Then justice will dwell in this will. Nigeria is like a wilderness, but the anointing upon the church will bring healing. Will bring healing in the name of Jesus. We need the work of righteousness. We need it to come so that there can be quietness. There can be peace. There can be tranquility. What we're seeing all over now is turmoil, noise, vibrations from different angles. Some of them, the people who are doing it, don't even know what I do. So you're going to cry to the Lord. Lord, I am salt and I'm light. Anoint me. Lord, empower me. Help me. Beginning from myself. Beginning from my home. Beginning from my immediate environment. Lord, let me be an answer. Let me be light. Let me be light. Let me be light. Let me be light. Help me, Lord. And as we pray, we pray for the, the, the church in Nigeria. Let us represent. Let us represent. Let your church. Let us represent as a people. Let's represent. You said you planted men and determined the boundaries of their habitations. That you're hoping that men may grope and find you. I want you to pray you're working in an office here. I want you to desire that before the end of this year, somebody in that office will see Jesus through your life. That they will encounter Jesus. That they will say you're different. Even for the little children amongst us. You know what other little children do. But the, by the reason of the anointing that is upon you, I want you to desire that the Spirit will poured upon you from on high that you'll be full of the Holy Ghost that power will be yours that you will solve problems that is a beautiful part of it that you will solve problems you will solve problems that you will solve problems in the name of Jesus Christ in Jesus name Jabez prayed a prayer and just the same way in the, in the, you know, from the angle of covetousness, when we take that as prayer, we just take, bless me. Pray, everybody pray the prayer of Jabez. And we are desiring the increase. It's okay. Oh Lord, that you will do what? Bless me indeed. Enlarge my course. And then he says that your hand, what? May be upon me. That's guidance. And then he went forward and said that I may not, what? Cause pain. I want you to pray. Lord, bless me. Yes, he will bless you. Amen. But further than that, Lord, let your hand be upon me in this season. Let your hand be upon me. And Lord, by that hand being upon me, let me never cause pain. Let me not cause pain. Let me not cause pain. Lord, help me. Help me. Help me. Help me, Lord. You are the Lord. That is your name. Power belongs to you. You said anything, whatsoever I desire. When I pray, I should ask. Lord, I'm asking that you will anoint me. Let me be a blessing. Let me be a blessing. It doesn't matter where I am. It doesn't matter what I don't have. Let me be a blessing. Even if it's a word in season, let me be able to release that word. Even if it is finance, let me be able to release. Whatever it is, make me a blessing. Let my family be blessed. Let my parents be blessed. Let my children be blessed. Let my siblings be blessed. Let my colleagues be blessed. Even let my enemies be blessed. Make me a blessing. Let me not cause pain. Let me not cause pain. In the name of Jesus Christ. In Jesus name. Okay, we're still going to pray for the nation. So let's come back to Isaiah 6. And we're going to go to the Lord. Verse 7 says, Before she was in labor, she gave birth. We're going to pray enough of the deaths in this nation. Enough of the violence. Enough of all the hoodlums and all of that. There are also people that this nation has, you know, put in their situation. You can't really blame them too much. If they knew better, they'll do better. But our prayer is, Lord, according to this word. Can you please put it with eight as, as much? You know, eight and down. We're going to pray. Let this birth be swift. You know, many times people have said revolution, revolution. You're seeing revolution. You don't want it. Many of you here will be targets. The people who are burning things don't have car. 
They don't even have the type of, you don't have car here. You don't, they don't even have the type of your clothes. You're an enemy. If you understand it, for those who are desiring all this chaos, you really don't want it if you know what it's about. So we're going to ask the Lord, Lord, bring about this birth without sorrow. I want you to pray. Bring it about, Lord. But let the pain cease. Let the violence cease. Let it be a work of your spirit. Let it be a work in the consciences of men. Let hearts turn around. We are asking, let the blood our Lord Jesus shed on the cross. Let it avail for our nation in this time of birth. In this time, you said before her pain came. Before the pains come, let Nigeria be delivered of a male child. In the name of Jesus, let us ask the Lord. We don't want the pain, but we want the child. In your name, let it be so. Let it be so. Let it be so. Let it be so. Before Nigeria's pain will come, let Nigeria be delivered. Let a new nation come forth. Before she was in labor, she gave birth. This is your word, O oh Lord. Do it for us. Do it for us. Do it for us. He said we will have faith as small as a mustard seed. Lord, we are using our faith to say thus far and no more. No more chaos. No more arson. No more mob action. Heal our land in a way that only you can. Walk in the hearts of men. Walk in institutions, O Lord. Who has heard such a thing? Who has seen such things? Shall the earth be made to give birth in one day? Yes, Lord, it is possible. Shall a nation be born at once? Yes, Lord. We are traveling, O Lord, as your church. And we say, let our nation be a place where praise, honor, glory will come to you continually. Let it be said, have you heard what the God of the Christians did in Nigeria? Let it be noised abroad that their God had visited them. We give you praise. Blessed, blessed be your name. In Jesus Christ's name we have prayed. Bless the Lord if you're expectant. Listening to a message by Pastor Ikenao Keke of the Father's Church. We are sure you've been blessed. We invite you to worship with us at Eden Center, Banex Guarimpa Expressway, near Next Kashinkari, Abuja. For telephone 09-290-9000 or 0703-1588404. You can find us online at www. At the Father's Church Online.org. God bless you.